It's time for This Xbox Life, episode number 258, titled November 22nd. This is a show where we talk about the Xbox, uh, all flavors of it, uh, the original, the 360, and the One. Uh, not necessarily in that order, although I don't think we've talked about the original one in, in quite some time. But, hey, we just throw it in there because it's a possibility. Um, so uh, I'm your host, Rob also known as Presar on Xbox Live, and with me today, I've got my bestest buddy, Mark. Hey, Internet World, how's it going? Fantastic over here, so how you doing? I've been better. <laughs> All right! But I'm, I'm that's good. Nice. I'm, that's nice. I'm good. That's nice. <laughs> I'm better now that I'm here talking with you. Aww. Uh... We should have we should sit on the porch and have lemonade together. That's that's so awesome. I'm drinking Gatorade. Does that count? Sure. There we go. So I'm halfway there. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. And I, I did forget to mention this was recorded on uh, Monday, uh, September 9th in the Xbox this Xbox Life uh, Studios. Yeah. East and West. No. Well, how about? Midwest and Southwest campuses. There you go. But I thought you said it was November 22nd. No, it's September 9th. Oh. But November 22nd, that's Thanksgiving. No, not exactly. That's the week before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, November 22nd, that, that can't be an important day of any kind. It's just, just another day. Just another day. We just yeah, threw that out as a title of the show. Just Is it payday? Like, it could be for some I people. I don't think it's Friday, so it's probably not payday. It is a Friday. It is a Friday? It is a Friday. Hmm. That's what could right. be That's so right. special about that day? I guess we'll have to just hope we we'll find out. Wait a, yeah, we'll have to wait another two and a half months <laughs> and find out. Like we all don't know. But yeah. Anywho. Everybody knows. I don't think our kids know, do they? It doesn't matter. They're not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. <laughs> you, you know what you'll have to do? You'll have to, like, lure them away with Skylanders and Infinity. Uh, nope. I if just, too, I just shut the door. <laughs> I just shut and my door. Like... Or I just send them to bed. But, Dad, it's 3 in the afternoon. I don't care. Go to bed. <laughs> then you shut the door. You push your desk up against the door. <laughs> Nice. So, okay, you know, maybe instead of just an average day, then, you know, maybe it is something a little special, and we'll probably talk about that later. Probably in a couple minutes, yep. Yes. So, before we get started, uh, anything you want to say? I just, let's, let's get started. Okay. I'm all for that. I got no rant this week. No. Okay, save save yourself for next week. Yeah, so I'm sure something will come up. Oh yeah. I can't rant every week, you know. I, mean, no, I, I got to give everybody a, a week <laughs> off every week in between. So. You got to save yourself. <laughs> Don't I'm on a rant. Yourself. It's got to be something good. So yeah, save yourself. So what have you been playing this week? Um, quite a bit actually. Uh, played some more Splinter Cell Blacklist. Let's see. Wow, that's three weeks in a row. Dude, that game. It it took a side. It didn't get the majority of my work, of my gaming time this week, but 
it's still sitting there begging for me to go back to it. I mean, I've done everything I'm probably going to do in it. I've just been playing co-op with people and people that are needing help with that. I'm just, yeah, I just jump in and help them. Dude, the game is so much fun, man. I just, playing the same co-op missions over and over is just a blast, so. So you say. Yeah, so I say. What I need to do now is go so to say the we artist are. level. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, played some Spartan Assault, and um, I actually, I'm curious if I should boot it up right now to see if there was a new update to it again. Yeah. Supposedly they added that. some stuff, and I'm like, great, is this going to reset my game again? So, But I'm not doing it because we're recording, and I just updated it a little bit ago. I noticed it, so I'll have to check later. But I'm now you, run, you run that modern mix. Does this play in a window? It can, yeah. Okay. I'm, I, normally it's full screen. Only, well, right? I play it full screen. I've never done the the window mode on that. Okay. But it 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 should. But I don't know why I'd want to play it in a window. <laughs> uh, played um, a little tiny game you might have heard about called Diablo Three. And let's clarify which version. For the Xbox 360. Oh, okay. Very good call. I didn't even think of that. Yes, that is. Yes, I, I just wanted to clarify, just in case people were wondering. Um, let me put it this way. It's fantastic. Really? Yes. Yes. Huh. Um, came out this week. Yeah. Uh, I've, already, I've already beaten it. I'm already oh, on wow. my second playthrough on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it's... I can't imagine how much time that took. I've got about 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a lot. I, well, <laughs> I was actually, even though I said I couldn't imagine, I was imagining and I was thinking around there. So yeah, pretty... I've got a lot of time. Oh. With it. it It is fun and I do enjoy, it's got four player co-op, so, which is really nice. Some of the really cool things about, first of all, the game, the game really does look good. Um, yes. I am surprised how well it holds up. How well it does. I mean, I think about this, you know, like, I, oh, I should look this up. I mean, I'm going to see what the PC ver, uh, requirements are for this game. But, you know, this came out on PC, what, a year ago? I think About, it was. yeah. That's about right, yeah. Okay, and obviously it's a PC game, so it's probably got some pretty stiff requirements. I'm going to have them here in just a second. But um, the... The game, I remember playing it on my PC when it came out, like the demo or the beta or something that they had. Uh, of Diablo 3. Of not Diablo 3. Okay. Right. And and it was good. I mean, it looked great and all that type of stuff. So I um, – but I didn't buy it. I mean, I didn't – I don't do a lot of PC games. Right. So – and I think I was playing – you know, I had Torchlight. You know, that kind of filled the, the need. Yep. But this game – you know, I like Torchlight, and I'm still playing Torchlight 2 on PC. I'm hoping that would come to the Xbox. But, you know, this is Diablo. You know, they're kind of the king of this. This is, you know, they're the they're the big dogs, and this is their right, first right. time on the console. And so I was like, you know, how's this going to play out? You know, is it going to translate over well? Is it going to look good? Because, I mean, we, our system only has 512 meg of memory in it for the whole thing. Yep. You know, so how, how is this thing going to, how is it going to run? And... And it, it runs great. There's like I've had so many guys on the screen at one time, and it's never it's never bogged down. It's never lagged. It's never frozen. 
Um, nothing like that. And I'm like really surprised. And, uh, it's just runs flawlessly. Now, here's the, here's the interesting part. If you are playing the PC version, the minimum requirements is one gig of RAM. And it's on XP and one and a half gig on Windows Vista 7 or Windows 8. Pretty much everybody's got that nowadays though. So, okay, but, I mean, that's the minimum, okay? You never, real PC gamers never play with minimum requirements. Because that means it's going to look like garbage. I mean, this is like just the minimum to get it to run, you know? And, you know, of course, there's the recommended. They recommend two gigs of RAM. Uh, they recommend an Intel Core 2 Duo 2.4 gigahertz or an uh, Athlon, AMD Athlon 64X2 5600 plus 2.8 gigahertz. Uh, they, they recommend uh, a GeForce 260 or ATI Radeon HD at 4870 or better. Um, okay, so that's some pretty stiff requirements. So I'm thinking, how is this game going to hold up? No on- way, dude. That's like all old stuff. Yeah, but that... You're behind the oh, times, my friend. Is, that is I, I know what you're saying. compared to an Xbox 360. Right, okay, right. what are what are the specs of a 360? Nowhere near that. Okay, and this game runs great. Yeah, and it has four player co op in it. Um, yep. so it, it it looks good. It looks really good. Obviously, it's not going to look as great as the PC version with all the maxed out everything. But the game really does look good. It runs really smooth. Um, it, it's I played enough of the 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 original on the PC to know that this. You know, one thing that I noticed on both versions is it sometimes it's like you never really know where you're supposed to go. I think yeah. they did. I think they made improvement. Now, I don't know about all the patches <clears throat> they've done to the PC version because I played this a long time ago. So they might have improved it. But there's my one downside to the game is sometimes you really don't know where you're supposed to go. And I've seen a couple times where it's like, oh, where it does tell you, oh, you need to go through this door. So you go through that door to like the next, you know. The other door on the other side, right? Yeah. And then the arrow's pointing back. No, you got to go back the other way. I've seen that multiple times. I was like, what? Um, so that's kind of frustrating that it does that. But really, that's like the only negative thing I've seen with this game. All the loot, all the health, everything is shared. So if I pick up a health pack, it automatically heals everybody, um, and they get it. And the loot, you can pick up all your loot, but everybody else will still see the loot there for them. So everybody mm-hmm. else, everybody gets like their own. So when you kill an enemy or a, uh, one dude, and then if he drops something, everybody gets the opportunity to pick it up. So you're not fighting like quick, get to the loot and grab it. Even if you don't need it, you're just trying to grab it before everybody else does. So there's none of this, hey, does anybody need this? And we're like, well, if you see it, you're the only one that can see it. Right. Because what, what you have on your screen is to you. Unless you drop something, then everybody else can see it because you can drop stuff for people that way so it's so a if, fantastic so way to handle it if you're in the middle of the room and you're picking stuff up and you walk away will you see other people go in there doing something yeah you won't even see your loot yeah they'll just stand there and they'll be picking stuff up but you won't see it okay it's really cool it, it, they did a fantastic job and that's one of the things everybody's like you know we get in and we're like oh does anybody need this and it's like you know when we're telling them no you just pick it up what you see is for you We've all picked, you know, we can all pick up our own stuff. And they're like, oh, really? That's awesome. I mean, everybody's like all happy about that. It's like, and it makes for a great time. Um, so it is fun. I think with four players, it's a little too much. 
I've, I've played a couple games with four people, and sometimes it's hard to kind of stick together because you can just go off and do your own thing. That's another interesting right. thing. You're not all stuck together, um, except when like it goes to a boss fight. If you you got to go and like you hit A to go through the door, if you will, into the boss fight, and it's like an event. So everybody's got so much time to get there and click A to to join the event. If they don't then those that did go on to fight the boss while the other person stays wherever they're at and they can just do one around, do whatever they want. Right, right. So you could actually, all four people could get in and just walk around killing stuff, but, you know, it, you still kind of want to stick with your party. Um, but it's pretty cool when you get four people in there, you can just wreck shop if you get all the different powers and different characters, and it's a lot of fun. It, it really is a good game. They, they did a, an amazing job of translating it to the console it um, it's got you know the kind of the auto aim going for you, um, and I've been playing as a demon hunter, and I think the demon hunter is just amazing. The demon hunter gets an ability to do rapid fire, so I'm running through with crossbows and and just bows and arrows, and I, I want you know sometimes I got dueling crossbows, sometimes I've just got a, a bow and arrow, but what's really sweet is this rapid fire, and. The, the rapid fire, I mean, you're just, you're just firing arrows, just like a machine gun. And it uses what's called hatred. So it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you have mana. Well, in here I've got, yeah, yeah. as mm-hmm. this character has hatred and discipline are the two powers, if you will. So the hatred runs down as you're using this rapid fire. But I've got an ability now that I've ranked up so high that I can tap my Y button and use all my discipline to restore my hatred. So I can just keep on rapid fire. So as soon as I see it starts to get down, I tap Y, and it's like my rapid fire is instantly all charged back up again. I just keep on going, dude. And I can walk in a room and just... And it's cool. I just hold the right trigger. And it'll like auto fire for you. <laughs> I mean, it just does. I mean, it's like the character will will aim, you know, automatically. And it's just it's so sweet. <laughs> you just so it's a fun time. It's a it's a fun character to play. Um, there's so many cool things that you can do in this game. So if you haven't played a Diablo game, and I've I've played like a little Diablo two way way back in the day, but it was never really my thing. Um, if you've never played one, you, you know. This is definitely one to get. You don't need to know the previous stories. You know, no, no. Go in yeah. and just wreck shop on everything and get, get loot and kill. That's all it is, man. Oh, and yeah. Do it with a buddy. So so I, I've got to ask, you know, being that we both played Torchlight and really enjoyed that, do you miss the, the, the creature? The oh, no. Pet? You know what? They did an amazing thing with this. And Now, I heard from someone else I played with this week that this is not in the PC version. The PC version, supposedly you have to buy scrolls to yep. allow you to transport back to town. Yep. In the PC or in the in the 360 version, at any time, you just you just tap uh, right on the D-pad, and it'll, send, it'll open up a portal, and you go right back to town. So if you're overburdened, then with all your pack, you just right did go on right on the D-pad, go through the portal, it takes you right back to town. You can re-equip what you want, sell off what you don't need and whatnot, and then you go right back through that portal. It takes you right back to where you were. I mean, that's much nicer. It, Although I, I think I still I like prefer the pet. the pet. I do like I, the pet. I yeah. miss the pet having the pet attack and run around with you, but. Um, as a demon hunter, I have the ability to use a pet spider or a pet, um, like a bat, but it, it just, 
they didn't ever seem to work very well, you know, and they, they were timed, so they didn't stick around forever. Yeah. Um, it was a timed thing. So yeah. having your pet was pretty cool. Um, I would like to see one. I think that's a really neat feature. But I think they did a good job. Blizzard did a great job of countering that by allowing you to just go to town anytime you wanted. Yeah. So. My, my biggest gripe with that is that it kind of breaks up the flow of the game because you're in it, you're just clearing out room after room, collecting stuff, and then it's like, oh, I have to go back to town. Fine, walk over to the guy, I have to sell it. Oh, what's in here? Oh, not too much. Yeah, but I never interested when I was when I was in battle, though. I mean, yeah. I was always not in battle when I went to town, so it, it, it works. It does work. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, a pet, it, yeah, it's better it's nice. than before. Yeah, definitely. The, the pet, not necessarily even. I don't care if the pet fights. I just want it to be my personal shopper. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is nice because you can continue on and you don't have to go back yeah. to town. And but it is what they did was nice because that's uh, much better. Yeah, you you at least are not inhibited by well, I can't pick anything up or I mean, you can always pick everything up and then just go back and sell everything. You don't have to worry about dropping stuff and leaving it behind. And you don't have to worry about walking back through all these levels trying to get back to town or getting keeping scrolls on you. Absolutely, so. yeah. Because I remember when I was playing the PC version, it was never really a huge problem to get back to town because I usually had enough of those scrolls. But still, like you said, a scroll takes up part of your inventory. Yep. So you have that one little area now that you can't put something of better value in there. Exactly. So now you don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Excellent. What else? I played some uh, Black Ops 2 as I grabbed the latest uh, map pack. Uh, really good maps. Uh, they're, they're smaller, which I like. Um, they're real tight and a lot of action, so it was really good. I played the free-to-play World Series of Poker Full House Pro. If you, This is a free game as long as you got gold. It's not part of the games for gold. It's just free to play if you have a gold Xbox Live Gold account. Mm-hmm. If you play that Avatar poker game called Full House Poker, uh, essentially this is it's the same thing. It's like they basically took it, redid it um, with uh, – they've got some sponsorship now from the actual World Series of Poker and some real casinos in Vegas and stuff like that. So I guess they're sponsoring it. Uh, but it's free to play. It's got achievements to it. Um, you know, and it's the same thing. You can play single player if you want. You can go play multiplayer. Uh, what's nice about this is it's always available to play. So you don't have to wait for like, oh, on Tuesday night we're having our live tournaments like they did before, which was still cool what they did. But this is more of a regular poker game that's available 24-7. There's always people out there playing. And they do tournaments and there's, there's XP boosts and you can buy items. Uh, and you can they they just got microtransactions. You really don't necessarily need to buy them, um, and you get free coins every day, like every 12 hours uh, when you log in, you get free money uh, added and stuff like that. But uh, you know there is stuff you could buy with real world money, like buying these upgrades. And what it is is like an XP boost. So you can buy this thing that gives you 20% XP boost on your on your next 50 hands and stuff like that. It doesn't, excuse me, doesn't impact the game play. It's just your XP boost. So that's pretty much all it is. Um, but it's still the, the, the game that we played before, just kind of redone up 
uh, changed over a bit and probably improved, but it's essentially the same thing. Had the chip tricks. You can look at the person next to you uh, in all the camera angles and all that type of stuff. Is It's still the same game, um, just with some new window dressing and some you know, XP type of stuff and new achievements. and So it, it's good. I enjoyed it. I sat okay. in for quite yeah. a while. And then I tried, uh, speaking of card games, I, I did play Magic 2013. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, we'll have to take care of that. We will, yeah. <laughs> what about you? Did you uh, get any gaming in this week? Yeah, I played a little bit of the Magic game, just fired up to see how the interface was and, and everything. And I, I was hoping we could hook up and, and play, but that didn't quite happen. So we'll have to see if we can get that done this week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's magic. <laughs> More of the same. Duel of the Planeswalkers, which has uh, been around forever. But uh, yeah, well, that was really about it. That's it for me, my friend. All righty. Yeah, we'll have to try to hook up this week if we can and get a little gaming in. Yeah, it's because I was actually thinking about it where I usually play the... What are they, the campaigns or whatever you want to call it, where you're just playing through the decks and so forth. It's much more interesting to play against somebody else. It's absolutely much more interesting. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've been doing the campaign, and I am like, I have no idea what I'm doing or what, what card I'm supposed to play. I'm like, it's just, I don't get it. It just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. So I need the master to teach me. <laughs> That's right. And I do notice someone else called out in their Facebook group to you to teach them as well. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, after I, after we talked about it last week, uh, someone called out and said, yes, Rob, you need to teach us. So. It's not a hard game like six-year-olds play it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's when... Easy. No, 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 I'm just kidding. I kid, I kid. No, there, there's, there's a lot to the game. A lot of people get really into it doing all sorts of deck construction because it's it's a collectible card game so you buy these little booster packs and you don't know what's in them and then you know you tear them open i I just it just amazes me how it's just so popular even today i mean this thing came out 20 years ago almost yeah i think i think it's like 15 20 years ago is how magic is now or that's when it came out. And even to this day, people are just so excited about it. It's got a huge following, huge community. When I was at Gen Con, uh, this one guy I know was uh, doing some magic tournaments. And it was just crazy. They would go until like probably 2 in the morning, at least midnight, 2 in the morning playing magic on these tournaments and stuff. And it's just just amazing. So there's two components to it. You've got the actual gameplay, and you've got the people that just tweak these decks. They get cards one way or another. They buy them online, or they just get them as parties booster packs, and you basically just try to build the ultimate deck and try to kick uh, kick butt. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to give it a shot and, uh, and see how it is when you get taught by a person because there's a lot of card games in particular they just do not lend themselves to being taught by, uh, like, a tutorial or a computer. You just you see what you're doing, but you don't know why, and they just can't explain that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas when you're playing against somebody else, they can kind of give you 
a little bit of an explanation and, and they can also tell, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> that's when you know you shouldn't. Yeah. That's, that's a giveaway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, enough about magic. You, you want to get rolling with the stories, my friend? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so the the first thing on the menu tonight is Xbox 360 reputation scores. So it's come out uh, thanks to the help of Mark Witten, who's the uh, Xbox corporate VP. Uh, we've heard of him uh, recently, right? He's been getting a little bit of press. He's been making a presence out there talking about uh, the Xbox One. And he's been saying, or he said uh, the other day, that the Xbox 360 reputation scores will not be carrying over to the Xbox One. So for some people, this might be a good thing. Actually, for some people, this might be a very good thing. But uh, basically, the reputation scores are not going to carry over, so you can essentially start fresh. However, there are some people who have been extra naughty they will uh, get flagged as uh, needs work <laughs> or maybe work in progress might be another way to consider it. So, uh, yeah, they, if you've been naughty or extremely naughty, you'll be flagged as needs work. Uh, Mark said this will give those members a chance to prove they can participate on live fairly and not automatically be placed in the avoid me classification where things like smart match filtering will affect them. And then uh, he also uh, made mention of uh, demos on Xbox One, because we're used to seeing demos pretty much everywhere on the 360. Just about everything has a trial nowadays, pretty much, doesn't it? It's very pretty, few and far much. between that, that you don't see it. So... Uh, I guess that's not going to be the case for digital games on Xbox One. And he said that uh, Microsoft is going to be working on different ways to basically make make it easier for people to find and try games on the service. We'll have to wait and see exactly what that means. But I was actually kind of wondering if, after I saw this, I was wondering if they would do maybe some kind of like cloud streaming. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, what's that service? What's that service that... On live, yeah, or, yeah. Because they've got the power of the cloud. You can easily probably just play a game a little, you know, a little bit of a game and not have it on your system where you're just streaming it. I don't know. That's just something that occurred to me. Who knows? Because with the size of these games, I don't see them. I don't see people downloading like a ten gig demo. Although I'm sure they can. But anyway, well, you can start playing right away as you download. So that's true, or so they say. <laughs> Still waiting to see that in practice, but. Hey, they've talked it up. It's got to be working like a champ. You'd think. You would think. Yes. Yeah. Not like they've gone, gone back on anything they've said. But. <laughs> well, I hope they don't go back on this next item, because I would okay. be very upset if they did. But What is that? 
Microsoft has announced a release date for the Xbox One. Oh no! Come on. They have. They have. Is it is it going to be before the Sony launch? It will. Uh, yes and no. Depends on where you're at. If you're in the United States, no. You'll get it a week later on November 22nd. But if you're in the UK or Europe, you'll get it a week before the PS4 because you will also get it on November 22nd. And it's not coming until like November 31st, I think, in, uh, in Europe on the, uh, for the PlayStation. So the right. Xbox One will be a week behind PlayStation in the US, but it'll be a week ahead in Europe. So. So yes and no. Uh, the full list of territories that will be getting the console on November 22nd consists of Australia, Austria, Brazil, Canada, France, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Mexico, New Zealand, Spain, the UK, and the USA. So in addition, Xbox marketing executive Yusuf Mehdi has confirmed that an additional number of Xbox One, Xbox Day One editions have been made available for pre-order, meaning if you're a European looking to score a free copy of FIFA 14, you still can. Um, so that is, we finally got a date. Yay. Finally. Woo-hoo! <laughs> so wait, does this work out for your schedule? It does. It does. Because here's the cool part. I'm actually coming back home that day. So it'll, it, by the time I get home from the airport, it should be here or we'll just be arriving. So, so I'll be so able to come home, your... walk in the door, and push on my family away and get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, Daddy, I haven't seen you for a week. Yeah, but we got a new member of the household. Get out of my way. No. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give the hugs and kisses to the wife and the kids, and then I'm going to lock myself away. Um, no. It, yeah, so it'll be here the, the, the day I come back from my trip, which is awesome. And... Now, my work, they require us to take three PTO days in the fourth quarter. So the following week, it's Thanksgiving, the next week. And we already get Thursday and Friday off. So I'm like, I'm taking Monday through Wednesday. (laughs) So I'm going to be like, I'm going to come back and have 11 days off. (laughs) You're going to be like so pasty. You're going to be like pasty. Like you, you come out from... Let's say, uh, like a week later, you come out, you're going to be like squinting because it's like, what's that bright light? I'm in Arizona, dude. It's impossible for us to be pale out here. Because <laughs> being out, and all I got to do is take the trash can up the curb and there, boom, instantly brown again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so nice. I just got to poke out at least for five minutes each day, you know, to keep that skin color going. <laughs> yeah, you get the mail, you do the garbage. I'm good. <laughs> Rake the so, rocks. Yep. <clears throat> so nice. yeah, November twenty second. So, um, I mean, I was hoping earlier in the in the month, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's uh, there's there was some talk. You know, of course, people are like, "Oh, Sony beat them to it," and well, yeah, it, they beat them. I guess you could say they're going to come out first in the states. Microsoft's coming out first in in Europe. It, you know, it doesn't really make a difference. A week doesn't make a difference. Um, in my opinion, I don't think, you know, now my, Sony came out really late compared to the Xbox 360. The PlayStation 3 came out well past uh, that that console launch. And, you know, PlayStation has sold more consoles than uh, 360. 
you know, at this point in time, they have finally succeeded them. Um, they did this a while back. They surpassed them in total numbers, but they both yeah. have sold relatively the same amount in that time frame. You know, they're both very successful. So there's there's Absolutely. no it doesn't matter who sold more, who came in second or third, or you know, because this time around they're obviously going to finish first and second. Nintendo is definitely going to third. Who? Um, exactly. So, you know, does it matter if they come in first or second? No, it doesn't. No. Does it matter if it comes out seven days ahead of the other one? No, it doesn't. Because all the pre-orders were sold out prior to this date anyways. People that want them are going to get them. It doesn't make a difference. So, you know, it's not like it's a big deal. Some people were saying, oh, does this mean, a, you know, you know, is this good for Sony? Is it good? It's not good for either company. It doesn't make a difference. You know? Right. Like I said, Microsoft's first in one market. Sony's first in one market, second in the next market, and vice versa, you know, uh, when you switch, go across the pond. So, you know, it's, it, it's no big deal. People, people are not going to sit here and decide, <clears throat> I want to buy this console because it comes out a week early. No, if somebody's you do it for actually, the games. yeah, if people are actually going, well, I'm buying Sony because it comes out a week earlier then that just makes no sense. And that'd be the same for the Europeans. If you're going, well, I'm buying an Xbox One because it comes out a week earlier, then that's just dumb. I mean, that doesn't. you're not even making a sound choice. Look at what the products give you. Pick the one that you want, which one you're comfortable with or happy with. It fits your needs, where your friends are. Are they on PSN or Xbox Live? And, and pick, the, pick that one. Who cares, you know? Yeah. So... I think the only thing that whoever comes out first will get is the impulse buyers because let's say somebody wanted an Xbox One, they might just get sucked into the hype and just pick up a, a PS4. I don't, I don't, just because it was, it was there. More than a you know? week, if it was like a month in advance, then I would say yes, then, then yes, there would be a significant difference. Okay. But mm-hmm. not not a week, because you're going to look. They're going to come up at the end of the year. They're going to come up on December 31st, and we're going to see who sold the most consoles in six weeks. So mm-hmm. one guy's going to have six weeks. One guy's going to have five weeks. And both have basically sold out of all their all their units they have available. Yeah. You know, so which is good. That's good. I mean, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's so. both companies are going to they're coming out good on this. It's. So the, all the all the little stupid petty fanboy stuff going back and forth. It's like, come on, grow up, people. Both these consoles are going to be great consoles. It doesn't yeah. matter, you know. And if I don't, so what if I don't? I mean, I have a I have a Wii, I have a PlayStation Three, I have two 360s. I play on the 360. I will not buy a PlayStation Four only because I bought a PlayStation Three and played three games on it, and that was it. Yeah. That was a waste of the money, just for three it's- games. So I'm you not going to do it again. <laughs> for a lot of people, you you basically need to make a choice one way or the other because it, it's really tough to keep up both ecosystems because you've got so all the peripherals and <laughs> the online and, and the services. Games. Yeah, gotta, you know, you know, there's going to be people that are going to do both, of course. Yeah, but the majority of people will choose one or the other because I, that's I think the. I mean, I think that's where I fall into. I I really don't see myself picking up both systems. 
I've never and, had multiple consoles until this last cycle. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's just, I had the ability to do it, you know. And now it's like, yeah, I could do it again, but what's the point? I would, you know, I, I might as well just take $400 and throw it out on the street. Yeah. For as much time as I would use a PlayStation 4. It was just a paperweight. And that's not because you hate it either. That's just because... The system's fine and it looks great. Yeah, I just don't like yeah. the controller. That's the only thing I don't like about the PlayStation. Otherwise, there's nothing for me to hate about it. Yeah. You know, oh, it's got long updates, so you had to do mandatory installs. Well, guess what? Guess what's coming to the Xbox One? Mandatory installs. You know, only nice thing is it sounds like you're going to be able to play them right away anyways, which is awesome. But, you know, it's it's not enough. The mandatory install is not something to go, oh, I hate this system for that. I right. just can't stand the controller. I never have liked it, and they've never changed it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. minor things. You know, yes, okay, so before everybody starts sending me all these hate mail because I'm an idiot and I, they've changed it every cycle, blah, blah, blah. The, this, the same, it's the same freaking shape, okay? You know, there's minor things that have been done to it, minor tweaks. There was not, a, there, you know, I need something more like the 360. I, I love that controller. I didn't like the original Xbox controller either. It was giant. You know, I didn't like that. The 360 is like perfect. For your delicate hands. My delicate hands. So Was the controller S better? No, no, I didn't really notice a difference. I suppose it was smaller. But, different though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 360 to me has been perfect. You know, so I'm like kind of stressing over the new one. But what I've heard is people are like, ah, you won't even really notice it. It'll actually, you know, I've heard nothing but great things about it from people oh, yeah. who had their hands on it. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, and it, it's still the very close to this current one, so I think it'll be great. But, no, I mean, really, that's my only beef with the PlayStation, and I could have gone out and bought, like, a 360-style controller for it, but I did never play anything on it. You know, there was just those three games, the Uncharted series. You know, that's it. Everything else, I want to be on live with my friends and on Absolutely, yeah. So. That's the big draw. So, either way... Everybody's going to be happy come November because sure. me and Microsoft are putting out new consoles that are going to freaking rock our socks off. It's going to push us into some really cool stuff, and it's awesome. So just quit whining and quit fighting with each other and just take joy in what you're, you know, take take happiness and excitement in what your decision is and move on. <laughs> yes. So, so let's move on to the next S- I was just about to say, speaking of moving on... <laughs> Actually, did that just count as a rant? Did you actually sneak no. in a rant? No, no? that wasn't okay. a rant. Okay. No, I said good things I about something. You did. You did. I did. I got. No, I got. But no... you were you were very passionate about what you were saying. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't ranting. No, that <laughs> rant doesn't have to be bad. Or maybe it does. I so. can rant if you want. Now get going, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on>. All <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. All right, some some more uh, Xbox One news. Uh, this is actually kind of neat because uh, they've actually bumped up some of the specs recently where the processor, which originally was 1.6 gigahertz, is now going to be 1.75 gigahertz. So uh, that's cool. W- will we notice a difference? I don't know. No. Probably not. But, hey, it's nicer to have bigger numbers, I guess. It'll be there. And, <laughs> Absolutely. It'll be there in case you need it. Right. Or you might actually need it uh, five, six years down the road. That's yeah. probably when it's going to help. Uh, the other thing is that uh, 
the GPU, the graphics processor on there, uh, is uh, getting a boost also. It's going to be 853 megahertz bumped up from 800 megahertz. So both of those uh, definitely will help. And I thought I remember hearing somewhere or reading somewhere that they almost underclocked everything to keep the, like the... Um, keep everything cool. Yeah, keep everything cool, basically to to make sure that the uh, Red Ring fiasco doesn't happen or something. Oh, some, I guarantee there'll be that. no red. I bet there's no red LEDs on that box. <laughs> I guarantee there's no red anywhere on that console. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no more, no red. <laughs> It'll be a new color if something fails this time. They probably don't even have yeah. any lights to give error codes. It's just going to be an error code on the screen. It'll be something new. I mean, it's technology. If we think there's going to be absolutely nothing wrong, yeah. we're crazy. I mean, the PlayStation 3 had the yellow, what they call it, the yellow light of death or something. It had issues, too. Not as, obviously, yeah. not near to the extent of the 360, but it was, you know, they still had hardware issues. It, it's technology. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. So, but um, and, hopefully it won't be. Hopefully we'll have some good experience with our early for yeah. us early adopters. Absolutely, and and unfortunately there's going to be some of us that are going to get bad units. That's uh, just how it goes. So yeah. just switch it out initially, and you know, hopefully, hopefully it's not me yeah, <laughs> or you or or none of our listeners, of course. Exactly. But uh, well, I hope it's those people that bought the PlayStation Four first. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Give yeah. them the bad units. <laughs> Although I, I got to say one thing. See, all right. So when I go shopping, what I usually do is I'll see like the boxes on the shelf, right? And I'll sit there and I'll look for the most perfect box, the one that's not dinged or scratched, <laughs> and that's the one that I take. You know, I'll, I'll go in there and I'll grab like the third one behind and. And and take that one. That's usually the broken one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So find the. That's well, my see, luck. Now this time Amazon is going to be exactly. Will be dropping it, probably literally at my door. So it's going to you know it'll go through all that <laughs> abuse. Well, I was going to say, what's probably going to improve my luck is that I'm not going to be making the decision this time of pulling one off the shelf. It's going to. Oh, it's, it's just going to magically appear. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope whoever pulls uh, or whoever picks it at Amazon has better luck than me. And it's interesting to know, you think about it, Microsoft's already boxed up the first batch to be shipped out. Yeah. So our console could already be sitting here in a warehouse somewhere. It's like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. There's there's Xbox Ones already boxed up, ready to go. It's like, just give it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's, that's the rest of the story. Uh, basically, uh, Yusuf Mehdi has said that they are on track for their projected uh, November release frame, which uh, we just talked about was going to be November 22nd in the U.S. over here. And uh, it's in full production, which is uh, fantastic. Well, it's November so, 22nd everywhere. I mean, that just that just is amazing to me how they can produce so many of them in two months. How many production lines are there? And they how- got... Didn't for the 360? Didn't they have? They originally had two factories, and I think they had to go to a third one. Because there was Foxconn, and then there was Team something. I think was. So they they might be you know, they might be at least at two running this now. So, yeah. but I don't know. 
But all I know is mine might already be sitting there waiting to be played. Yeah. Sitting there lonely. There, there's some guy who's running it through the diagnostics right now. Yeah. It, your, your Xbox is breathing its first, like, digital breath of electrons. Where it's going down that assembly line right now Why some six-year-old underpaid Chinese worker puts it together. <laughs> no, it's put together by angels, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's not the PlayStation. What am I thinking? These are yeah. all made in heaven. The Xbox exactly. One made, made in heaven. <laughs> all you hear is like that, oh, sun is shining down on sound When it comes up, there should be like green. Think about it. You hit your Xbox One for the first time. This green light should come up, uh, you know, like shine down from the top of the screen. And it should just do that. (laughs) And you'd be like, yes, Yes. I have arrived. All right. Anyways, anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, as the Xbox One production ramps up, we'd probably assume the 360 production would ramp down. However, that might not necessarily be true because we know that Microsoft has just um, released a brand new looking 360 that looks very similar to the Xbox One. But um, the good news is is that Microsoft is going to support the 360 for three more years before they start phasing it out in 2016. Um, also, they're saying that, uh, was it Yusuf Mehdi again, he said that the eight-year-old console could expect to see a hundred new games before that time even comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know we saw some people asking questions in the Facebook group. You know, does this mean you know they're not, there's going to be no more games? They're not going to support the consumer, whatnot. What it what it means is you're, they're going to support the consumer and developers and publishers for into 2016. But in 2016, they're at some point going to phase out. That console, and it'll probably be near the end of 2016, um, since they said three more years, and we're just in September. So that'd take us to September 2016. So probably near the end of the year, they'll they'll phase it out. And what that means is, at that point, if you call in to support, they're probably going to say we don't support the 360 anymore. So consumers would no longer be able to call in and get support for the Xbox 360. That also means that. Publishers and developers are not going to probably be able to call in and get support for games they might be making for the 360. You know, because as it works, you know, these developers can call these Sony and Microsoft and get help, um, get support while they're building these games. That's going to obviously be phased out as well. Um, but it doesn't mean the games are going to stop being made after three years. Oh, yeah. It, it depends. If they're, if they're still selling, I mean, the PS2 sold for a long time. You know, they were still making games and selling games on that system for a long time because there were so yeah. many out there. Was there over 100 million units that that thing sold? I mean, it was crazy. So, you know, both the PS3 and the 360 have gotten, I think, close to 60 million units out there. So uh, I would expect to see, again, like over the next three years, we're going to see a lot of 360 games come out. But I would also expect that we're also probably going to see those same titles on Xbox One. And that's where you'll start to see the shift, and, and, and naturally as people move up and they start purchasing less and less 360 titles, the publishers and developers are going to stop making games for that console too. And it's just normal, a normal process. We just, um, and you know what, even if they stopped here on November, this November, stopped making them, we'd still, we're still at eight years. Most console cycles have gone five. 
you know, so we've already outlived the traditional console cycle and we've had a much longer life cycle already. So we've definitely gotten our money out of it. <laughs> so whenever they retire, it is, and they're going to go another three years. So that's good news. Yeah. One thing I was thinking about too was that while all the early adopters switch over and all the hardcore gamers switch over to the new system, you've got a lot of other people out there with that huge install base. It's, it's, it's literally, you're not growing your install base over there. They're already there. Millions upon millions of Xboxes. So all those people that not, haven't necessarily jumped to the new console or maybe, uh, you know, parents are just buying something for their kids, they'll, they'll buy those 360 games. So there's still going to be that huge market. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to see, you won't see a drop off on 360 games probably until 2015. Easily, yeah. Because, you know, you're only going to have maybe a million. I don't know how many they're going to have at the end of this year, but maybe a million Xbox Ones out there. I don't know how many they can pump out that quickly, but it's going to be really small, and you're still going to have your 55, 60 million 360s out there. So, And that's not going to change. Just because I'm getting an X1, I still have my 360. Yep. You know, there's still games coming out for it. I'm still going to get the XCOM game. Um, for that system, you know, anything that I want to play that's on 360 that's not on X1, I'll be buying it on 360 and still playing on 360. Oh yeah. So uh, I can see myself probably playing buying 360 games still for at least in the end of the next year. Uh, but anything that's cross-platform, I'll definitely pick up on X1. Yeah. Simple as that. So. Oh, interesting thing about uh, Xbox and the Xbox One. Was did you listen to the Major Nelson radio from last week? No, I have not. Uh, they were talking about how they tested running an Xbox through the Xbox One. Oh yeah. So that's one way to actually share that screen. You're, you'll be losing the television functionality of it essentially. Right. But the Xbox 360 will can function through it as another display. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and so you can, yeah, you can have your stay on the same tuner, if you will, like say HDMI yep. one, and have both your 360 HDMI into your X one, Xbox one goes into your HDMI one in and your TV, and yeah, you can just turn your, so like yeah, you turn your Xbox 360 on, and it would be like the TV. Yep. Right. You switch. Would you say? I wonder if you'd say TV. You probably would, and it would yeah, switch probably. to the quote TV, but would really be your 360. Yeah. And then still play yeah, it. They, yeah. yeah, they said that it, they did try it and it works just fine. And it's just yeah. uh, just the display. That's it. I'm going to put my 360. He's going to get bumped to HDMI 2. And yeah. then, uh, my TV and Xbox One will both be on uh, my, my direct TV and X1 will be on the HDMI 1. That's how I'm going to. That's how I'm going to roll. <laughs> that's how you roll. That's how I you're roll. Lucky, you're lucky to have more than one HDMI. I only have two. That's though. for sure. <laughs> I actually went. Uh, I don't know if I if we talked about this a couple of shows back. I actually went and I bought a four port HDMI switch at Walmart. It was only thirty bucks, twenty five, thirty bucks, I think. And it works real nice. Surprisingly, it powers off of HDMI and everything. So, those of you that might be concerned about your TV not having enough of those, there's really cheap options out there. Because it was thirty bucks at full retail, I'm sure it's cheaper on Amazon. 
Oh, everything. And, and all that stuff. So there's definitely options out there for us. Dude, Amazon is the bomb. Especially especially if you guys got big ticket items, like things yeah. even like household. I'll share a quick little thing here. I my my I got a pool and my vacuum for the pool died, the vacuum cleaner in the pool. That well, sucks. Those are yeah. Uh, actually, no, it doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my old one died, so I had to go buy a new one, and they're expensive. I, yeah. I could buy myself an Xbox One for the price of one of these vacuums. But, like, I go to the local pool store, and they wanted $500 for this thing. And they're like, oh, but it has a $100 mail-in rebate. Oh, yeah. I was able to buy the same model, brand new, from Amazon, with free shipping and no tax. Um for less than that price after their mail-in rebate. It was still cheaper for me to go through Amazon, mm-hmm. even with that rebate through the store. So, um, yeah, don't, oh, don't, you know, and I've had that happen with like my, my fish aquarium when I bought my, uh, really high end, uh, um, filtering system. I mean, the store, I, I won those main store I was using. I was talking to them about it and they're like, that's like the guy was telling me, he's like, that's like almost my cost. He's like, that's why I stopped buying those. I don't sell those high-end ones because we can't compete with places like Amazon. (laughs) So you got something, you know, don't forget those high-ticket items. You're looking in the store. Check Amazon out first. You might save yourself a bundle of money because I just saved like $140 (laughs) by not going across the street and waiting a few days. (laughs) Or waiting two days because you probably got Prime, right? I do, but this was actually coming from oh, one of their from stores. Party. Yeah. But yeah, I still get Prime shipping, free shipping, and stuff, and it's it's shipped right away. So it'll probably be here in the next day or two. Nice. So, but anyways, back on track. Okay, you so. derailed us yet again. We'll then get back on so, it with Gearbox. But. All right, all right. <laughs> so uh, Pax Prime uh, was. An event that recently happened. Actually, there's been a bunch of stuff. There has been. Gamescom and PAX Prime. Anyway, so uh, Gearbox has confirmed that there's two new IPs that they're coming up, coming out with for uh, the next-gen consoles. They haven't really elaborated much more than that. Uh, they will be having a uh, closed beta to an unannounced game, possibly one of these, and that's going to be uh, released or invites going out or whatever they're going to be doing uh, during their Community Day event. And that is... Uh, when is that? When's our Community Day? I don't know. September 14th? I don't know. Why are you September, asking? Yeah, me? September 14th. <laughs> I was just asking while I was pulling up the page. Oh, stalling September for time. September 14th, yes. Yeah, September 14th. Saturday, September 14th. Yes. So, will we get more so, info then on that day? We'll see. Uh, about what it is? Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be the beta, the closed beta to an unannounced game. So, that immediately makes me think, hmm, maybe they're going to do that for one of their new IPs. Yeah, could be. So, they're we'll, hiring we'll, find out, we'll find out soon enough. All right. All right. Back to you, my friend. Back to me. Guess so. How many controllers do you think you? How many controllers do you think you can hook up to the Xbox One? Uh, for me, it'll probably be one. <laughs> how many would you expect? No more than one. 
I'll say eight. Well, you would be correct, my friend. I that was a good guess. Um, I'd even look at the story. Like the 360, you can put up to four. Right, right. Right, but on Xbox One, they're going to allow you to connect eight controllers at once. And uh, if for anybody that wants to get into the old fanboy thing, the PS4 can only control four controllers at once. So there, we're twice. We can control twice as many controllers. I don't know what what good that does, but <laughs> but we'll also go poor buying all those extra controllers. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so it's going to. What support, are they? Fifty bucks? I think they're sixty or seventy. Sixty or seventy? Yeah, I think I think they. Were, I want to say sixty bucks is what it was yeah. through Amazon. But the Xbox One supports eight wireless controllers simultaneously connected to the system. So Microsoft's figure of eight came via some new details on the controller page, product page. And I don't know. I mean, if they're going to support eight, then I would guess that you could probably support eight players Locally in your living room. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I couldn't imagine. I mean, sometimes it gets confusing with four people. I. I don't know. Maybe there's going to be some new type of games, or it just gives us the ability to branch out with more options. I. I don't know what they're going to do, but. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of yeah. interesting that they, at least it can support up to eight people or eight controllers at one time. Oh yeah. I mean, they don't even have to do anything really to take. You know, much use of it, but as long as the hardware supports it, yeah, maybe so, somebody will figure something out. Maybe, maybe we'll see something. Yeah, maybe we'll see some new gaming thing uh, come out of that. So, so yet another version of CNET <laughs> with those big buttons. <laughs> the big button controllers, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> All right. That was kind of cool, actually. What? The first, the first one that came out, I like that big button controller for the CD. Oh yeah, game. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. So. The big button. I think it had some. Was it just one button or did there it was have there was a big on one there. at the top and then you would have four like your color the X Y B yeah. and A those colors matched below it to to because you would select your answers and whatnot with those but you'd buzz in with the big button on the top. That's right. You buzz in and then yeah. That was cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Well done, whoever made those. Well, okay. oh yeah, the controller, yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily the game. No. <laughs> yeah. The first, I think, first one or two games were good, and then they went downhill really quickly after that. Yeah. So. Not necessarily. We've got a great game. Let's make another one. It was more like we're going to cash in on this. Let's yep. churn out junk. Yep. All right. So some more news that uh, Microsoft laid out over the past week was that Microsoft decided to buy, and I found out how to say this properly, Nokia. I've oh. been saying it. I've been saying it wrong my entire life. Nokia, Nokia. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Is it? Just think, when you say Nokia, that's no. <laughs> that's not how you say it. So it's na. Nokia. Nokia. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure somebody will probably come through and say that's wrong. It's actually Nokia. But people in the know supposedly say it's Nokia. Anyway, so Microsoft is going to be buying Nokia for a lot of money. And uh, they're purchasing patents. 
So uh, the whole thing is going to be $7.1 billion in cash. They're buying the whole phones division. They're going to be picking up 32,000 Nokia employees. That is just crazy. What do you do with all those people? It's probably not going to be too good in terms of uh, being an employee over the next couple of months. Although these mergers do take a while to happen. They're, they're not, definitely not instant. So um, it's going to be $7.1 billion in cash. They're going to have their essentially their own phone division. Uh, the majority of these people are actually in manufacturing, from what I've heard. And once Microsoft has that, who knows what else they could do? Hmm. Portable gaming console? Well, yeah. Something to think about. Something to yeah. think about. Getting into the phone business. Oh, yeah. It's it's not well, a bad company to buy. I mean, these guys but, used to be the big players back oh, when. Oh, yeah. The, everybody, this is the phone you wanted when cell phones first came out. So Absolutely. I mean, these guys got buried after iPhone <laughs> and all the smartphones came out. Yeah, they went kind of weird there for a while. I mean, they had Symbian and what, the UIQ and, and all those. And then they just went feature phone crazy. That's pretty much what I think has really kept them alive for some time now. Yep. And don't and they, don't they aren't ahead. they the ones that make that new one that it's got the giant camera in it, forty one megapixel Lumina. Yeah. Something like that. I've heard that thing is just amazing. You literally take a picture and then you, when you load it up into your computer you can just keep zooming. Yeah. Because normally now with, well, a couple of years ago in particular, not so much now, when you take the picture and you zoom in, it gets blocky and you lose the detail. With this thing, it just keeps going. Yeah. So there's uh, there's Nokia. Oh, and what I was going to say was, I don't know if a company like Nokia is really a phone company anymore because – you're more of a like a, a small devices company. Right. They're not just they're not just phones anymore. They're email, they're, they're cameras, they're gaming systems, they're a little bit of everything. I make very few calls on my iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I use it for every day. Wear the battery out every day, but it's it's <laughs> it's very few phone calls. <laughs> oh yeah. It's used for everything else. So it's yeah, it's absolutely. Funny. So uh yeah, Microsoft buying Nokia. That's crazy stuff. After right after a reorg and the Balmer news, now there's Nokia. What else? What else you got, Microsoft? Let us know. We'll talk about it next week. How about how about free Forza Five for Xbox One Day One Edition UK pre-orders? What? Yeah, several how UK retailers too? are offering a choice between FIFA 14 or Forza Motorsport Five when pre-ordering an Xbox One Day One Edition console including Amazon UK, Shop2, and with an oddly sold-out listing, uh, game. So I guess now you get a choice of which one you want, FIFA 14 or Forza Motorsport 5. You know, I I keep hearing about this, and, dude, I, I can't help but, okay, maybe I, I'm going to try not to get on a rant. You know, everybody's like, oh, they everybody pays more, and, you know, they pay more in Europe for all this, blah, blah, blah. They're buying a console. Why, I'm buying one day one. Why can't you kick in a free game to me? You know, and it, and it kind of it does. It's starting to irritate me now. I'm seeing all these other places. 
I'm hoping they do come out and they actually do this for the for here for the U.S. as well. Kick in a free game. I, I hope it's something they still just haven't announced. But because uh, I'd love to get, I'm already pre-ordered Forza Five Motorsport. I'd I'd pick that in a heartbeat. Save myself an extra sixty bucks. You know. Well, and what if they give you Braid HD? Oh, dude, don't even. Don't make me kick you out of this call. Jonathan Blue doesn't like Microsoft, you, so he's not. You doing have anything. the power. He he went over to the other side, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, his game sucked anyways, so we don't need his garbage on our console. But it, you know, I can't help but feel like a little irritated that everybody else outside of North America is going to get a free con, a free game when we're the ones that are. You know, it's like why not? Give everybody that's doing a day one edition a free game. First of all, North America is your largest market. We're the ones that have basically kept you, you know, made you, if you will, because Sony's beat you in every other market outside of North America. Do so they it's like, not it's need like, to bribe us? Well, no, it's that's, not That's that. what it is. No, You're too well, easy. I, yeah, You're I guess. too easy. We I need guess to be We already bribed. have you. Let's try to – we need to give something away free to try to take market share away from Sony. I mean, I get that, but it, would they really – lose much by packaging in a game. Rob, come on, think about it. Back in the day, when consoles first shipped, mm-hmm. they came with the game. And they came with more than one controller, they came with cords. And now we've somewhere down the line they've gotten away from you know, no no pack in. All of a sudden you got no game anymore. And didn't, then it's down to one controller and, and that's didn't like they start the, that with the PS one? Was that the one? I I don't know when it started. I we'd, think have, it, to, I we'd think have to ask our good buddy Democulus. Yeah. Probably know that answer, but I you know, it's kinda like I would love to see it get back to packing in a game. You know, I mean, Forza 5 is a Microsoft Studios game. Why can't you throw that into your console? I mean, give me something. I paid $500. Give me, give me, I was like, think about it. $500 out of the box, you, you still, you still can't play anything. You have to spend another $60 to even use that $500 piece of equipment you bought. I've always hated that they they went away from giving a packing game. So I'm really holding out that something is planned and Microsoft is going to throw us something. You know what? You don't have to do it for the standard editions or people that order like, you know, but why not give everybody that's pre-ordering the day one edition, why not throw them a bone and give them a free game? I, I, I you know, why leave out half your market? You know, if, if it's yeah. good enough for half of, you know, half the world, why not us? Yeah. So... Okay. That's, there, there's a rant for you. Yeah, I'm done. Yay, we've got the rant. The, the show is not complete. We can, we can, <laughs> we can end it. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. No, it's not really that. It's not over. No. We still got a ways to go. Yeah, we do. So get going. All right. Uh, one thing that got pulled back from, uh, the 180 reversal that Microsoft did is, a digital sharing, and there's a lot of people that were kind of sad to see that go. Uh, I think I, oh, I was definitely one of them, and I, I think you were too, Mark. But uh, Microsoft can has... I ask, can I ask why you're taking my story? <laughs> just what? Keep, just keep going. Keep going. I don't know. Story thief. <laughs> then why is my name next to it? It's not next to it. <laughs> Keep going. Major look, major look. Oh, okay. So <laughs> the thing 
that uh, I you totally derailed me now. Why you got to be like that? So anyway, <laughs> they Microsoft said that uh, those features that they took away essentially might actually make a return when the time is right. They've been trying to pioneer new things with the next generation consoles, not just next generation hardware, but next generation uh, experiences, services, features, and so forth. And they might make a resurgence. I, I, I don't know about you, Mark. Well, actually, I think I do know about you. But I, I really hope that this stuff comes back. And I think that you probably feel the same way. I do too. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see it come back. That's like, that was some cool stuff. So let's move. Absolutely. Forward. Let's move forward. If I'm going to spend okay, the money, I want something new. I don't want the same. If you're going to just give me the same thing I have, then why would I spend the money? I'll just keep my 360. Yeah. So. Very true. All right. How often do you upgrade your phone for the exact same one you have? You always upgrade your phone because it's got some new stuff to it. Why can't we have that on our console? So, yeah, very true. We'll get it. We'll all get it eventually. And I even resisted making any iPhone comments. <laughs> Please so, continue. Okay. Are you done with your story? Uh, yeah, I'm done. That you stole. So, I, I mean, you might not like Australia, but I care about our, our listeners in Australia. We do have them. Um, and... I just want to say that FIFA 14 will be free with every Xbox One day one pre-order in Australia. Case Because we've talked about the, that FIFA 14 for being for Europe, but they did announce that it will be available. That's coming to Australia as well. So they're getting a free game too. So good news for you guys down under. Okay. So now I guess you can go to your next one since you stole my story. Are you sure you don't want it? No, I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Forza 5 uh, debuted uh, an Xbox One racing team and a Bathurst. Bathurst? How do you think you say that? I have no idea. Bathurst. Uh, track. Uh, the car looks pretty sweet. Car looks awesome. Yeah. It is a sweet looking. I think it was at a... Is that a... I don't even know what kind of car it is. Did they say what kind of car in the in the story here? Mm. It's a Holden VF Commodore. Yeah. So it it looks sweet, dude. I'd drive this thing down the street, man. <laughs> this is awesome looking. Yeah, I've I've heard of that brand. They're I think some equivalent of GM down there in Australia. Okay, so yeah. they started what? A racing team? What, what, what? You said they started a racing team? Yes, the Xbox One. <laughs> I was like, what, what? I'm like, yeah. The, so um, Forza Motorsport 5 debuted the Xbox One racing team and a track. It's, um, um, I'm just looking at this car. This thing is just sweet. <laughs> This would be awesome if I could just drive this thing down the highway. I, it is such a neat looking car. I love the color of it, the the, the graphics on it, the designs on it. It looks cool. Oh, for sure. Anyway, do yourself a favor, check this thing out. Yeah, you anyway, can check it out on the Xbox Wire page. 
Or maybe uh, you can also go to this Xbox Life and look at the show. Are you going to put <laughs> look it at up the as... show for two fifty eight? It go. might it might be our featured image. It just might be. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, I think the I have the, seen the future. The cool thing about this is the um, we're going to get a new extra track called Mount Panorama yes. in Forza Five. So that's cool. And in, in this car, I guess too, right? So, I want to drive this yeah. car. <laughs> All right. Said, uh, on October 10th, fans will be able to catch a real-life glimpse of the circuit uh, featured in Forza 5 before it launches on Xbox One in November. So, I wonder if we're going to be able to watch the race through Xbox Live. Hmm. Interesting. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be neat. Yeah, yeah. They got that event player that never works. <laughs> so I'd check it out just to see how it did. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, so, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. If you guys saw E3, this this game looks really cool. I'm, I like this idea. I think this game's going to turn out to be a lot of fun. But I just wanted to give you guys a, a heads up that this is a multiplayer-only game. It is a team-based third-person shooter, and it's not going to have a single-player component when it launches uh, early next year. Instead, PopCap is going to double down on the game's multiplayer focus with a variety of modes that offer up to 24-person competitive play and a four-player co-op. So just keep that in mind. This is a multiplayer-only title. So... Uh, it's going to come to the Xbox One and 360 in the first quarter of 2014, and PC release will follow afterwards. Yep. So it looks fun. Yeah. Then uh, Microsoft's Luma Room. Uh, we had some technology demos that came out a couple months back. It looked interesting, especially for first-gen uh, attempt products, whatever you want to call it. Uh, for those of you that were unfamiliar, it's where they essentially linked up something like a, a connect with a projector so that they could actually view the room through the connect and then the projector would display imagery on top of the room. Of course, it had to be a light-controlled room of some sorts, but the possibilities for it were actually very interesting. Um, practicality, who knows? Well, uh, they've Microsoft has basically said that the whole concept of Luma Room as of right now is too expensive to release. It'll basically cost thousands of dollars for the setup. I'm sure there's people out there that this wouldn't stop them. Yeah. They would still get it anyway, but unfortunately it, it doesn't look like it'll be out there for the masses. Um, I, I could see it possibly coming out way down the road when things get improved because Projectors right now are, are still kind of expensive, but they're coming down in size. You just don't have the the, the brightness. That's probably what hurts a lot of it. Right. So, uh, a Luma Room, uh, you'll just have to wait. Either I, a couple of years demos. or forever. I've seen that that video. I'm like, I wouldn't want it anyways. Give me a hologram. Oh. Give me the hologram. That's what I want. Not that aluminum room looks kind of annoying. Well, you don't. Uh, that was just the technology demo, essentially. Yeah. It wasn't practically used in anything. Yeah. True that, man. True that. Yeah. So, sorry, Lumen Room fans. 
But now that Rob brought you down, I'm going to bring you back up. All right. Because Xbox One could eventually offer backwards compatibility, compatibility, <laughs> compatibility through the cloud. This is interesting. Xbox That's... One could eventually offer backwards compatibility using its Azure. Is that how you say it, Rob? Azure. 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 Cloud servers. Microsoft Senior Director Albert Pinello told GameSpot, stating that the cloud has a multitude of functions that Microsoft is still exploring. According to Pinello, the cloud could potentially offer backwards compatibility using streaming technology in a similar manner to what Sony plans with its Gaikai service. While neither of the next-gen consoles will offer this feature at launch, um, it is uh, you know Sony is working on it, and Microsoft is also looking into it. So that's cool. I think that'd be awesome. Then... You know, you can still play your 360 games on your Xbox One. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. So yeah. that's probably something we'll see in the future, too. Then uh, Xbox Live Rewards looks like it's making a comeback. Uh, Microsoft phased this out uh, in favor of real-world dollars. Or uh, they phased out points in favor of dollars, uh, at least here in the U.S. Uh, recently, two weeks ago, actually, I think it was, right? Yeah, Sounds about good. that, yeah. yeah. And now they're bringing back the live rewards service. Basically, uh, when players use Xbox Live to perform actions, like re- renewing their gold subscription or referring friends, they're going to be rewarded with hundreds or maybe even thousands of credits. Once players bring in 5,000 credits, their earnings are converted to whatever their local currency is and deposited into their account uh, either on mid-month or the end of the month. Uh, players that have earned uh, at least 1,000 credits can request an early deposit, and you're looking at about $5 for every 5,000 credits. So, yeah. 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 Next. Okay. Okay, so I ranted a little bit about everybody getting a free game except the U.S., right? Yeah. Right, didn't I? Didn't I? So, and, um, okay, so here's the story. If you buy an Xbox One in Europe, on or before the recently announced November 22nd launch, you will receive a copy of FIFA 14 or uh, Forza 5 at no additional cost while supplies last. That's great news for fans in Europe who will get a bit of added value with their purchase, but so far Microsoft could sh- but so far Microsoft has not announced anything for North America, at least not officially. So Digital Trends is stating they've received what appears to be a chat transcript between a Microsoft Store representative and a customer. Um, in it, the rep t- uh, cl- categorically states that American bundles of the Xbox One will also contain a game but that game's identity has yet to be confirmed. Um, About the U.S. Xbox One, as of the moment, the game, which will be free, is still yet to be announced. However, there will be a free game for the pre-ordered Xbox One, the rep said. Now, this made me think there was someone in our Facebook group who said that they have a roommate that works at GameStop, and they were saying that the Xbox One has three SKUs. So I'm like, well, I know that there's the Xbox One Day One Edition, 
Then there's the Xbox One Standard Edition, which would be anything that you didn't pre-order, right? Uh, right, the, right. the non-day one. So there's two SKUs. What would the third one be? Because we've not heard of anything else. So maybe the third one would be one that's got a game packaged in, but I still think that that would be part of the day one edition. So I don't really know, but there's rumors at GameStop saying that the rumor is someone from GameStop said there's three SKUs. Uh, maybe maybe there will be one with a game in it. Who knows? But I, I would I hope we get something on par like this. I would love to see Forza. That would yeah. be you know I would like hopefully we get a retail title. I I would I hope they don't try to do it like oh well you'll get Loco Cycle for free or something. You know don't give me an arcade game you know unless it's Peggle Two. Peggle <laughs> Two is the only one I'll accept. <laughs> that would be exciting. Please don't give us Peggle Two. Dude, I'm buying that one day one. I will be all Go ahead. over it. Yes. Buy away. I will. You know you want to hear it. Was it Ode to Joy? Okay. I think that's the name of the song from there. Okay. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> you know what? I might just have to play it for you. Oh, that's an advertisement. Water, water, water. you got to love YouTube. Everything you go to has, a, has an advertisement. Water, water. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's the actual Beethoven version, so it's not the as pepped up version as Peggle, but it's not jamming like the Peggle so version. We, so, anyways, we still might get a free game in the U.S. So, I hope that yeah. rumor story comes out to be true. Yeah, me too. As long as it's not Peggle. Actually, I, if it's a free game, I'll take Peggle. Peggle's awesome, dude. It's okay. It's, it's not awesome. Oh, it's awesome. Anyways, move on before I okay. have to hurt you. It's time for public service announcement here at this Xbox Life. So there, there's a lot of stuff that hopefully you should know. First of all, if somebody contacts you from Nigeria, please do not send them any money because they don't have millions of dollars for you because you don't have a dead uncle or something like over there. What? Millions. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, you couldn't have told me this an hour ago. No. <laughs> now you're now you're poor. <laughs> Don't fill out your credit card information into uh, emails that come from supposedly your bank, and don't sign up for Titanfall betas because they are not legit. Listen to my voice. Do not sign up for any Titanfall betas. Yeah, any anything like that, you know these scammers are going to be coming after because everybody's so anticipating it. They're gonna they're gonna do this to get all your personal information. So um, if you ever hear, and this is for any beta, make sure you're actually you're surfing yourself. You're typing in the URL to the company website. Make sure that that's there. Don't click a link in an email or off some website. You know, it's make sure from the company site that the betas are actually real. Yes. And there are none for Titanfall yet. <laughs> exactly. So. so just like uh, if you see anything about beta test Xbox One, yeah, this falls in the same bucket. <laughs> they don't, their beta testers are already done. They already make it. They don't need to beta test it. <laughs> and they're all internal. <laughs> right. So. so end of public service announcement. Mark, please continue. Did you see the leaked um, dashboard? 
that hit the hit uh, the interwebs this week? No, no, I missed that. Uh, I'll shoot you over the link. It was someone posted it in our Facebook group. Um, it's just a video of some guy showing you off, showing off the dashboard on the Xbox One. So now we got some right. got some good people um, looking out for us because a couple people posted it. Yep. Cool. And here, here's the link, Rob. Give to me. I just did. Okay, Dead Rising 3 has up to 10 different endings, and they're bringing back overtime mode. Um, I don't know what that means. I didn't read the story to find out what overtime mode is, but um, they're going to they're gonna bring that back. So, Oh, it's the series sandbox gameplay that extends beyond the main campaign timeline. Um, so there's not just the six days. We're going to go beyond that if you make the right story decisions. So it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure. But, um, yeah, so there's going to be multiple endings, so obviously there's there's going to be a lot of uh, replay value in this game, and that's probably pretty good. You're, you know, we're getting a – I kind of like that. Anything that kind of – not where it forces you to go through and play several times, but if you want to check out the different endings and stuff like that, as long as it's something more than just the last cutscene is someone saying something slightly different than the other cutscene, then it's nice to have this type of – replayability built into the game so look so look for that if you're if you're going to get that game you might be playing it several times yep all right on xbox wire microsoft released uh fun fact friday last friday where they talked about how xbox one helps you play the way you want to so they've got a list of ways that they do that uh, you can buy your games on disc or download them. Your downloadable games will be available to you on any Xbox One. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yep, yep. You can trade, rent, sell, gift, or loan any game disc. It works just like it does today for the Xbox 360. Hmm, okay. You can purchase a game digitally and start playing it while it downloads. Very nice, very nice. That's cool. Yes. You can play games online or offline. It's up to you. Okay. Uh, you can check your favorite team score on live TV, answer a call with Skype, or go to grab snacks while in the midst of a battle. With Xbox One, you can suspend and resume gameplay instantly. That's a cool feature, I think. Is that where it sees you drop the, connect- the controller or something? Oh, I think you just... You can just, as soon as you go to the home screen or whatever, it just pauses yeah. your game. It, it's it's kind of nice. I mean, you get that now. A lot of games will pause if you go to the, you know, if you hit your Xbox button. But not all of them do. Yeah, that's I always do that. So, but I, go I up to that little mini dash. Yeah, I would expect it to function the same as that because obviously it's not going to pause if you're in a multiplayer game. Right. So, but it, it should be just like it, the 360 does. But there are some games that won't pause that I think are still single player. It seems to me I've had a few of those, but it's very rare that I've seen that. Yeah. So. Okay. Moving on, you can sign into any Xbox One and instantly access your personal profile, downloadable games, preferences, and favorites. And then with Home Gold, anyone in your family can access top Xbox Live Gold benefits on your Xbox One, such as multiplayer and entertainment apps. And then they had uh, an infographic 
So remember you mentioned, I think it was last week, that they really like their infographics lately. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they say, uh, if you like to play your way, this one's for you, your Xbox One, your choice, your games, your time, your call, your schedule, your stuff, your family. And that's basically what we kind of read to you. I like these infographics. Yeah, they're cool to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a neat way to, to share the data instead of just reading it. It's know. better than a paragraph. Exactly. Like a huge block of text. It's purtier. It show that is purty. That it is. Sure got a purty infographic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, before we twist that around. Yes. Um, Xbox One Smart Glass. What's new? What's different? So Xbox Smart Glass, as you know, turns your smartphone, tablet, or laptop into a, to a gaming companion for your Xbox for unique second screen experiences. Um, so some of the things that are going to be changed for the Xbox One. Now, there's going to be an Xbox One Smart Glass. It will be different. Um, so Xbox, so what is it? You know, it's a free downloadable companion. We, we know what Smart Glass is. So how do you get Xbox One Smart Glass? The free Xbox One Smart Glass app is separate from the 360 app. The Xbox One Smart Glass app will be available for download this holiday on Windows 8, Windows Phone 8, iOS, and Android devices. What can gamers expect from Smart Glass for Xbox One? Smart Glass is maturing with the evolution of Xbox 360 to Xbox One. Xbox One was designed from the ground up with Smart Glass in mind and an immediately noticeable difference with Xbox One Smart Glass compared to X360 Smart Glass is the connection speed and performance. On average, it only takes about four seconds for Smart Glass to recognize your X1 and create an instant connection. Of course, this is based on the speed of your wireless connection, but generally Smart Glass is about three and a half times faster on X1 than it was on 360. Cool. And that's just for your first connection. Once you've synced up, reconnecting will happen even faster. Nice. A core feature that was super important for us is that gamers can use Smart Glass for matchmaking on X1. If you're in the middle of your game on your console, you can begin matchmaking for multiplayer session through Smart Glass, and you won't interrupt your action on the big screen. We've also expanded the number of devices you can connect simultaneously to your X1. You can now have up to 16 Smart Glass devices working with an Xbox One, so there are more people connecting to a game experience. That's four times as many as X360. An interesting implementation of this would be a player poke, will be playing poker with friends, or maybe an MMORPG, where there can be lots of hands in the pot. We're excited to see where developers will take this and the new experiences they'll create by tying together more devices than before. Hmm. That's interesting. This kind of goes on to that eight controller thing. So you could have 16 devices uh, attached to this thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so how are you making Smart Glass faster on X1 than 360? With 360, Smart Glass had to talk to a data center that could be halfway around the world, and the data center then relayed commands to your Xbox. That connection from your Smart Glass device to a data center and to your Xbox required extra time to execute. Now, Smart Glass talks directly to your X1 over your Wi-Fi or your LAN network. So, there you go. Which X1 games have Smart Glass companions? So far, we've revealed some of the games of Smart Glass that will launch with X1, such as Dead Rising 3 and Project Spark. The Dead Rising 3 Smart Glass Companion turns your phone into an extension of the game world. 
Smart Glass becomes the phone in the game and opens up lines for you to interact with characters during gameplay. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a cool bonus just for Smart Glass users, but it's not necessary to complete the game. Also with Dead Rising 3, Smart Glass can start a new mission or find hidden in-game items and locations. In addition, by completing exclusive missions... Gamers can earn special rewards like an airstrike that they call in with Smart Glass to clear an escape path if they're stuck in a zombie horde. That's kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, so how, let's see, I'm not going to read all of these. I think that was... Can I play a game on X1 using Smart Glass like a controller? We're seeing developers come up with creative ways to use Smart Glass for new modes of gameplay. Compared to 360, we've greatly improved the performance and decreased latencies between the console and your Smart Glass device. Because of this, we're seeing scenarios where Smart Glass can be used for methods of game control with X1. Additionally, because X1 is built on the same foundation as Windows 8, we've taken all the work that's been done discovering how touch behaves in Windows 8 and naturally extended it to Smart Glass scenarios. This results in a much better experience when using Smart Glass as a controller. But it has to be right fit for the right game to use Smart Glass's dedicated controller. So, yeah, I'm glad they're they're not going to just say, yeah, use this. Or, <laughs> yeah. Use this instead of your controller. Um, so how can gamers use Smart Glass when they're away from their X1? Smart Glass is your Xbox One dashboard when you're away from your console and keeps you in touch with your X1 games and community. In addition to staying connected to your friends, sending receiving messages, and checking all your achievements, Smart Glass will show your friends activity and let you look at games they're playing. From there, you can pin those games in the Smart Glass, and those pins will appear on your X1 the next time you're connected to live. We're making it easier to find new games by adding the ability to search the entire Xbox game store within Smart Glass, and we're adding a promoted game section that delivers titles specific to your taste buds on your gaming history. So, kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Um, and the last one here, how does Smart Glass interact with TV on X1? You can do a lot with Smart Glass when you're watching TV on your X1. You can change channels on your cable or satellite set-top box and even control the volume of your television. When you hit volume up on Smart Glass, for example, it tells your Xbox One console to send the volume up command through the IR blasting from Connect directly to your TV. X1 integrates all your entertainment into an easy-to-navigate one guide, a single destination for seeing what's on TV. So... There's, you know, that's kind of cool. There's some more stuff here, but those are kind of the, the gist of the stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're going to see a significant improvement of, of Smart Glass with X1. So I like that. And it still oh, makes yeah. me want to buy a Surface tablet. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to pick one up, even if it's one of the cheaper ones that's not the Pro. The Pros are just too expensive. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I might, I, I might have to get one. <laughs> just have to. I just have to. Well, you have to do it for the show. They should pack one in with every Xbox One. That's what we need. Forget yeah, the there game. you go. Give me a give me a Surface tablet in there. Or actually, do it the other way around. Pack in an Xbox One with every Surface tablet, then they might sell more of them. <laughs> there you go. Whoa, whoa! Who said that? All right. Okay. Um, not to be outdone by Gearbox, I guess Electronic Arts has said that that they're working on between six and eight new franchises. How about that? And they've also said that uh, the day they stop making new IPs is when they go into life support. Interesting little PR spin on it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. So Patrick Soderlund uh, 
uh, said that the mega publisher views taking risks as a necessity if it's to survive. So working on titles in addition to announced projects like Mirror's Edge 2 and Star Wars Battlefront. They're working on a new Mirror's Edge game. Which neither which, is a new IP, by the way. Yes. Just thought I'd point that out. Right. Those. <laughs> exactly. And although that's not a new IP, it is a revival done in a new way. He said oh, they so are developing... counting it. <laughs> yeah, they're developing Star Wars Battlefront, which to them is new IP, <laughs> even though it's it isn't technically. Nice, hmm. nice, nice they attempt have, at a PR yeah, spin. They have six to eight completely new IPs in the works. Uh, they need uh, to indicate, incubate new ideas and push creative boundaries. You go, EA. That is all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Rob... Have you heard of Crossplane? No, I have not. This is kind of interesting. Advanced. Is that like CrossFit? No. Advanced Gaming Innovations LLC began its Kickstarter campaign last week for mm. the Crossplane. This is a controller with a touchless 7 inch screen that functions as a main display for a PC, a PS3, and Ouya! Ooh, yeah. Or a 360. The campaign is seeking. I don't know if you, I'll have to. Let me send you the link just so you can see it. But I'm looking check, at it. Okay. Uh, if you guys out there check out Crossplane, I think I. You know what? I'll just post this in our Facebook group right now. I don't remember if I did. I don't think I did because we were going to talk about it on the show. But um, I'll post it out there so you guys can see this thing. But it's almost basically like a little. Looks like a little handheld. Um, yeah. That you could play your 360 games on, but it does sound like it's all would have to be wired up um, with a um, what do you call it, like an adapter. So the crossplane will use a wireless HDMI transmitter to send data to control packs, which can be swapped out from the back of the crossplane to make the hardware compatible with different platforms. Right. So that's that's how they're gonna they're gonna plan to do this. So. Kind of, it's not it's not portable. I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of cool, but then again, you still got to stay within 20 feet of your in the line of sight of that wireless transmitter. So you still got to sit in front of your Xbox. Yep. So I guess that kind of downplays why would you play it here? But I guess if your Xbox is on the family TV and you want to play it, it's just kind of like the Wii U. You know, you can go to the tablet. So you can go to this little controller device. Yeah. It's still it play your games. It's so expensive, though. Yeah, it is. Three hundred fifty bucks. I mean, that's you can well, buy a really nice TV for that. That's for much. a Kickstarter contribution. We, you know, but um, that gets you a unit. I I know, and hopefully they wouldn't sell them for less than what the people contributed to begin with. Yeah. So yeah, it is very expensive. I can't see this thing really going far, but you never know. And if and if you're outside the U.S., tack on fifty bucks shipping. On top of that, so yeah. four hundred bucks. Okay, so it's a stupid story. All right, let's move on. No, no, it's <laughs> it, it's nice to see companies come out with this kind of stuff because it's. I would expect they would have PS4. sort of innovative. It's it's bringing something new to the market. Yeah, but like PlayStation, they can just use the Vita. Yeah. You know, and I think that thing's cheaper. But um, you know, if you've got multiple devices in your house. 
and I would expect PlayStation 4 and Xbox One support to come to it as well. Um, there is a second screen option if you needed it. Yeah. So. And one thing they say in the Kickstarter is that you can also stream Blu-rays, Hulu, and Netflix to this thing. I'll just do it on my tablet. And if I'm going to be right, doing right. Netflix, I'll just watch it on my TV. <laughs> right. It's if you got to sit in front of the TV to play it anyways, I'd rather play it on the TV. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And for three hundred fifty bucks, you can get a pretty nice TV nowadays. Those things are dirt cheap. Okay. So. All right, all right. So moving on, uh, there's a couple of games out there that have uh, sniper rifles, and I, I tend to enjoy those. Like, what was that one? Uh, sniper Elite. Oh, Sniper Elite Two, buddy. Yeah, that's good stuff. That was awesome game. It was lots of fun. So, uh, in in terms of COD obsessed people, uh, there's fish. What? What fish people? People like to eat fish. You said cod, right? I said COD. Oh. Did I say cod? I didn't say cod. Well, COD. Spells I know cod. it's late. I know it's COD late spells cod. I don't remember what I'm, I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about fish. <laughs> Some kind yeah. of compulsive disorder. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Keep going. Anyway, so um, yeah, I'll just get going to to the the meat of this thing. So producer Mark Rubin uh, had a, a leak about sniper rifles, and he goes, uh, "One of the areas that is getting a lot of love in Call of Duty Ghosts is the sniper rifle." By creating the Marksman class, we were able to focus the Sniper class on really powerful, high-caliber weapon system. Uh, we feel, and many of the pro players who have played would agree, that sniping has never been better. The changes they've made, like dual render scopes and increased damage, really make snipers a great competitive class to use. We've also done a lot with map design, like sight lines and cover, to ensure that all the classes are viably effective. Both short-range and long-range classes will be effective on the same maps. However, in re-envisioning sniper rifles, some aspects such as sway timing have changed the way sniper rifles function, and so traditional quick scoping has been affected. Woohoo! <laughs> Is it completely gone? Maybe it certainly won't be viable in a way it previously was. Can't wait for you snipers out there to get your hands on these new sniper rifles and try them out for yourselves. See you in the game, signed Mark. And not you, Mark. Another Mark. Mark Rubin. So you're excited? Yes. I will be happy to see quickscoping go away if, if they can indeed can take care of that. That would be great. Yeah. I, this reminds me of that story that we did a couple months back about somebody who was like so upset about how the timing in the game changed. Yep. Remember that? Yep. That wasn't long ago. <laughs> that was they, Call of Duty. Yeah. Didn't they do death threats or something? Yes. So I think these guys are going to be in for another round if they if they yeah. definitely affected the quick scoping. But I mean, it's so stupid. It's like I know it's a game and it's not realistic, but. Nobody, you, you couldn't quickscope. I mean, it's like an instant death. They just, they, they 
tap their button, their 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 freaking left button to zoom in, bam, and instantly shoot you. It's like it's there's no there's no skill to it. It's just like this, you know, like a sniper rifle. You gotta sit back, you camp, you 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 hang off in the distance, and you pick people off. That's the way it should be. Not running around in a map, guns ablazing with everybody else using a sniper rifle. So I would I would love to see this go away. And make them use it as I don't care if it becomes more powerful. If they're using it the way it should be, I'm fine with that. So, but cool, good news. Yes. All right. So last thing we got here: Xbox Music is now available on the iOS and the Android. Plus, uh, you can stream them through the web as well. So if you are if you have a Music Pass, um, you can now use that and stream music. Through the web, through the through your iOS or your Android devices. Cool. So, yeah. So, go and check it out. Just go to your uh, uh, iOS or Google Play Store, whatever it's called, and download the apps. Just look for Xbox Music. Bye bye Zoom. We miss you. I know they still don't have podcast support in this darn thing. So. I was talking about the devices. Yeah. Bye Zoom. I still have mine. I still use it. Yeah. So. Yes. Anywho. Anywho. That's it. That is that is all. That is all for the show. Oh, two no, hours it's almost, not all right? for the show. We got some stuff. Oh, there's more, but there's, I mean, that's all for. It's the time to give away topics. some stuff. People don't like free stuff. Come on. I, you know, I was beginning to wonder. I almost thought they didn't. People don't like free stuff. I mean, well, let's just split it amongst ourselves. Okay, well, here's here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead. I'm going to play all of the audio back-to-back that we got. We okay. we did we got, we got did get three in in the time frame. We got a fourth one in, came in after the fact. Um, had we recorded on time yesterday, this they wouldn't even uh, – we hadn't, hadn't gotten it yet. They sent it after we would have recorded yesterday. So um, the fourth person didn't get in. Plus, um, their audio cut out. It was – all garbled really badly after we only got like 15 seconds of his minute long and then it just went haywire and then I couldn't hear anything till the very end um, it was really odd but I got his first question and we can talk about that but I will play three of the four audios and then we can talk about them after we so okay so let's listen to what our some of our listeners had to say hi guys how you doing it's William here, saying hi all the way from Bonnie, Scotland. Um, my Xbox gamer tag is WJT. Um, just thought I'd call in, you said you were looking for some voice messages, so I thought I would oblige. I've been a listener now for about four months, thoroughly enjoy the show, and it's nice to hear people talking positively about the, the future of Xbox One, rather than this fanboy trash that you get on, particularly IGN, when people start discussing it. A quick question for you. I've just recently played through the orange box um, and fell in love once again with the gravity gun. And um, I was just wondering, um, out of the current generation, what's been your favourite weapon? Um, Narrow it down to 360 games, but what's been your favourite weapon um, in any of the games that you've played? Something that you hold dear. Um, so yeah, that was uh, my question. Keep up the good work, guys. It's um, great to uh, it's great to catch up with you every week and hear people with a common interest. 
And if you really want to send a game to me, um, Hot Pursuit would be smashing. So yeah, keep up the good work guys, and I look forward to your next show. Bye. Hey guys, this is Joey, also known as Blocksta ATW, B-L-O-C-C-S-T-A space X-A-T-W-X. The game I would like is Need for Speed, if it's still available. And just wanted to say that you guys are doing a great job. I love listening to the show every week, and keep up the good work. Thanks. Hey, this is uh, Paul Amato. My gamer tag is pbrone, P-B-R-O-N-E. And uh, a comment, I love the show. You guys are doing a great job. But I kind of wanted you to talk about um, how do you balance life and gaming with work, family, exercise, wife or husband, um, that's what I'm struggling with right now, especially as a new dad with twins. Um, anyway, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say and uh, asking some of the other uh, guys and gals on the site to uh, comment on that. Uh, if I had a choice of the game, uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. All righty. So thank you guys for all your calls and, and your comments. So. Rob, I think uh, we got some got some work here, especially in our first question from WJT. So William is uh, um, asking. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm, it's cool that William likes that we have a positive spin on the X1. Absolutely. And, uh, I'm, you know, hey, I'm excited about it. So this is, if we weren't, we shouldn't be called this Xbox Live. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hear the spin, the you know, well, not spin because I think we're really good about not spinning stuff. You know, because I've ranted on 360 and Microsoft before, but that's because I'm a fan of them. So I want the best for my my console. So yeah, you're gonna hear good stuff from us. But uh, you know, if there's something bad, we're gonna we're gonna say it. But all looks good for X1 from us. Um, yep. So he likes the gravity gun and the orange box. What is yes. your favorite weapon in any game on the current generation, Rob? Man, that, that's such a tough one because I, I really don't care about weapons. I really don't pay attention to them. <laughs> Even because I remember just playing in Borderlands, in Borderlands Two. Just I, I, I don't get attached to them. I, I just right. sit there and I, I look for the next biggest one. And I don't even remember what I had before. <laughs> it's just more, bigger, better. Well, the, the conference call shotgun in Borderlands 2 is pretty sweet. Yeah. That's one that once I got it, I've never, I'm you always carrying it? it. I always carry it, yes. So, but you got any, any type of thing that is your favorite then? Just the thing that causes the most damage. <laughs> and I'm, I'm love them and leave them kind of guy when it comes, when it comes to those things. <laughs> All right. Well, the I mean, there's a lot of things I've liked, but the yeah. one that's most recent that I've had so much fun with is the sleeping gas grenades in Splinter Cell Blacklist. Okay. I the gadgets in that game are awesome. The there's some shot grenades that are just fun to use. Um, but the sleeping gas, I love that the most. You wait for three guys to come together, you toss a grenade in the middle of them, poom, they all just drop. <laughs> I just. It just made me giggle like a little girl when I did it. It was just, I love it. So that's one of my favorite weapons. So 
thanks for your question, uh, William. And oh, yeah, yeah. We want to congratulate you on winning Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. All right. So I will, once we're done with the show tonight, I will send you your code through Xbox Live. And, Sweet. Uh, again, thanks for, thanks for calling in. All right. Okay. So you can take the next one. Okay. Uh, so, uh, this is from Joey, right? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, so he says that, uh, we're doing a great job. <laughs> I kind of bumbled this. It's late. I'm so sorry, So much folks. for the great job. Yeah. You're almost so, up 20 thanks. hours of being awake, aren't you? So it's, it's understood. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. It's, actually, yeah, it's after 20 hours. I can't even do my math right now. Oh, I'm spent. Anyway, so, uh, Joey said that, you know, we did a great job and I think we do a great job. Be in vain. <laughs> modest. And, uh, you know, thanks so much for your kind words and all. Just kidding there. And then, uh, we do have a prize for Joey. Drum roll. Do you got any sound effects? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Joey wins Miss Explosion Man. Yeah, as you guys heard, all three of these people all asked for Need for Speed, but we only had one copy. Yes. So yes. It, well, it went to a random drawing. <laughs> so. All yes. right. Um, so Paul wrote in, or he called in, as you heard for, from Paul, so we're glad you enjoyed the show. So he wants us to talk about balancing life, gaming, family, work, Rob, um, That's exercise, impossible. wife slash husband, boyfriend slash girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. He is a new dad with twins and is looking for advice. Um, it's, uh, it's impossible. <laughs> it's hard to balance it. Um, I know I know out of all that stuff, I cannot multitask. Everything suffers except for one thing. <laughs> I can only focus on one thing at a time. I I balance it. Just because I play at night when my kids go to bed, and my wife is, she's got her hobbies and stuff that she likes to do. So I get to, I get to spend a lot of time playing. I'm really lucky um, yeah. when it comes to that. I I have the time to put in, um, but uh, it is hard when you got young kids. And um, one thing you can do is when your kids get older, um, you can incorporate, you know. Play, play some of the kid games. Play stuff that, that you're, you know, okay with them playing. Because even if it's not something you would play by yourself, it can be a lot of fun playing with your kids. Um, see if your wife or your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend, um, for, this is for everybody, obviously, Paul, uh, his wife. See, for Paul, see about getting your wife to maybe play with you. Uh, my wife doesn't like the shooters, but she really loves rock band. Um, uh, she, and that was something I had to work with her. You know, I'll try it out, but it was music, and it was something she could hear stuff that she, you know, playing the yeah. songs that she likes, that drew her in. And it was funny, because we haven't played in a long time, and she asked me this past weekend, she's like, when are we going to play Rock Band again? You know, so oh, she's coming to me so saying, I want to play Xbox with you. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that, that helps out. If you can include your family, that's about the best way. Yeah. Um, you know, if if you're that tapped... Then maybe just say, you know what, let me, like you would the gym, if you're going to the gym three days a week, then schedule, you know, an hour or two uh, during the week that says this is my game time, you know. Um, so try to try to do those types of things. That's about all the advice I can 
kind of th- kind of think of. Hopefully, it was helpful. Yeah, the the one thing I can sort of chime in also is try to maintain a consistent schedule with certain things. So if you do have hobbies, try to keep them up. Try to make some time and stick with it because uh, you know, especially if you find somebody new uh, that you're dating or, or whatever. You don't want to surprise them, and then it's like, well, where did this huge hobby come in? <laughs> where, where did it appear? Yeah, you can't, and you can't date him for a year, doing all everything with them, and then as soon as you get married, you're like, I'm going to be on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> definitely be upfront on that, and and try to maintain a consistent schedule. I know it's very hard, at least in particular, like with my line of work, where my schedule's all over the place. Uh, maintaining a consistent schedule in, in anything is really hard. But for those of you that have consistent schedules with work and so forth and family, just try to keep that up. You know, give everybody the time. Don't make certain things suffer if at all possible uh, to give it time to something else. So that is all. And Paul, you were the winner of Pinball FX2, which I believe comes with four tables. Um, and then we're also sending you another code for the Sorcerer's Table, so you should have about five different tables to play on. Uh, fun game. Awesome. I awesome. love Pinball FX2. It is fantastic. Yeah, very good game. So, um, so last thing was the audio, which broke up, so we didn't put it in. But uh, Triple Witching, I think it's Triple Witching Hour, uh, he wrote it or called us, and he wanted to know what we think of free-to-play games on Xbox Live. And... I was trying to listen to the audio. It was I don't know if he was using a cell phone app or something. All of a sudden, it got really garbled like he was on a cell phone. It was just nothing but like digital noise. Yeah. But I, I was trying to listen to it and hear bits and pieces, and, and I thought he was trying to say about free-to-play isn't free because you got to buy microtransactions. But then at the end, all of a sudden, he came in clear at the end, and he was like saying he thinks it's great for Xbox Live Gold members for the free-to-play. He thinks it's good. So... I, I don't, unfortunately, we missed out on, on what he was saying. We didn't get a chance to hear him, but what do you think of free-to-play games on Xbox Live, Rob? I'm very mixed. I I like the idea of more games to play. I, I don't care for the transactions portion of it. I, I, I feel very nickel and dimed. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's. I would rather pay more up front than play than to get hit up every half hour or whatever. You know, to continue to do this, to get this kind of weapon that you need to get past this area, do this. You're, See, it's just annoying. Yeah, and they, they build those games purposely to get you to basically need to buy spend the money. I mean, they're not going to build a game and then just say, you know, they're going to tell you that you don't need to buy the stuff and that you can play the whole game, but it's designed, these are all designed to get you to pay money. Whether you do or not, that's that's the gamble they take. But you're going to find a lot of people will dump money into these things. And, you know, I, I'm with you, Rob. I'd rather just pay the 60 bucks and give me my full game. You know, yep. oh, yeah. I'm frustrated when I get like Rock Band, you open it up and it's like, oh, you only have 10 songs. You got to play through the whole campaign to unlock, you know, all these other songs that you want to play. Um, you know, it's like, so I, I, I don't, that's the way I kind of feel with these free-to-play, same thing. On the other hand, I think it's cool for the fact of something like this poker game I just got, 
that people can pick it up, they can play it. If you want to spend the money on stuff like the extra stuff, you can, but it doesn't impact your gameplay. Um, but my concern with free-to-play and how they're reworking the achievements is that they're going to try to not only build the games to make it like you need this, spend the money to buy this item so you can get past this level, oh, but you also... You know, you can buy this XP boost to get you, help you get to that achievement that you get for getting level 100 or what. You know, so all that's built in and it's all, you know, so I kind of like being able to get them and get some of these and try them out and play them. And if I like them, then I guess you can yeah. put money to it. But on the other hand, like you said, it's like it's, it's built you feel like you're always got a sales guy hanging over you. Yeah. You know, there's always that, hey, you want to buy this? You want to buy that? Or So I don't care for that either. So I don't And know. the thing, too, is when I see that stuff, I have this compulsion to be cheap about it and <laughs> not spend the money. You know what I'm saying? Because the and game was then, free. Why would you want to dump money into something that was free to begin with? Well, yeah, I guess there's some of that. Because I'll dump you, you sort of, $50 you sort of, on maps for a game... For Call of Duty, but yeah. if you know, but when you get something free, then it's like, do I really want to spend five dollars for something? I mean, it, why would you spend something on a game that didn't cost you anything? So I think there's yeah. that mental game we all play because it's just we're so used to the way things have always worked. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And I don't know. It's just just annoying. I would rather have a time limited demo and then just buy a game. Yeah. You know, or not necessarily even time limited, but play limited somehow. Anyway, so thumbs down, I think, from both of us. <laughs> I'm a I'm a middle of the road. I'm not thumbs up or down. I really yeah. I'm I'm undecided. I think it, it's gonna have to see where it goes. If it You're a waffler. I'm a on this one I know I just haven't made up my mind yet. <laughs> I haven't waffled. <laughs> I see good, I see bad. Yeah. So all right. So, anyways, join our community. Uh, we almost hit 200, Rob. We were at 199, yeah, no, and then someone left, so we're back to 198. Um, and I, you know what? I keep having one guy keep asking, "Am I getting kicked out of the group?" We're not kicking anybody out of the group. Um, I've only kicked once, and that was because someone was being just, you know, they were trying to create an issue within the group. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, and we've got there's some talk this week. It's uh, so a little warning. There was some talk of this week, and someone, some, some people are, you know, pretty PlayStation Pro, and and that's cool. I mean, I'm not going to kick you out, or and Rob's not going to kick you out for saying, you know, the, the, you're going with a PlayStation 4 instead of an X1, and you're not happy with it. That's fine. The the only thing that would cause us to kick you out is if you're going to come in like someone in the past did, purposely trying to create a problem. They're purposely saying things to make people mad or to create a flame war. And we're just not going to have that. We got too good of a group of people. We have too nice of a, a community. So that person did get punted. Um, but I, I've seen one guy, I've had to bring him in a couple times. So I'm not sure if he's accidentally removing himself. I don't know if Facebook is having issues, but I've seen days where all of a sudden we're down. Like, like yeah. where did three people go? You and, know, and I know people have disappeared and then they've come back. Yeah, like asking so, for access again. I just I don't understand that. So we're not kicking anybody out. 
if you do go in and you start flaming Warren and you know just saying Xbox sucks or whatnot, then we're gonna we're gonna kick you out because it's an Xbox community. You know, if you're coming in and saying that stuff, then you're trying to incite people to make them mad, and we're just not going to tolerate it. Uh, if you can have a good conversation, um, like the, some of the conversations that have been stated, um, people said, well, I'm disappointed in in X1. Well, why? What is it you, that you don't like? You know, that's what I've said. Well, what is it that you don't like? Because here's what I do like, this, 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 and this. And then they're like, then you come back and say, well, you don't have any games on X1 that I like. PlayStation does. Well, what what is PlayStation offering you that, you know, that's what, just have that adult conversation, state facts or your, your, your opinion or thoughts, but put some meat to it, you know, so we can have, we can have that conversation. Leaving a blanket statement of, well, PlayStation's got better, you know, release titles. You're the first person I've ever, I've, that's the first person that's ever said that. Even for people I know that are pre-ordered a PlayStation have said there's just no games for it. They're they're kind of disappointed on the release titles. So, you know, it, it kind of comes across as trying to incite or get everybody riled up. Okay. So, like I said, I don't care if you come in and say, I'm buying a, a Wii U and it's great. People post PC stuff in there. They post Wii U stuff in there. They post Sony stuff. I don't care. We're all gamers. You know, as long as it's related to gaming, we're not going to care because... We have a big group, and people like yeah. to share that information. Just keep it civil. Let's let's be exactly. Because even I bring up uh, like Dreamcast a lot. It's another system. Granted, it's old, but we're gamers. We enjoy games of all kinds, different systems, mobile, portable, you know, regular consoles, PCs, whatever. It, right. It, it, it's all good. It's, it's just all good. Yeah. It, just because you want to talk about another system, that's fine. So, just don't be nasty about it. If you're nasty, then we'll kick you. Okay. Yeah. But if you're if you're having a and like what's been going on this week, it's not been nasty. So just putting the putting the word out there though. Just let's keep it civil and everybody play nice and we'll all get along. That's what we want. We're trying. We want to keep this community. We've had a what? How long have we been doing this, Rob? Six, seven years. We oh, started it's been uh, a long time. At least six I, years. I think we just finished six years. Because cause I'm thinking even the original show with Kyle and Bron and myself. Oh, yeah, because we started this in 08. So we got so we got people coming over from, from – we've been doing this a long time. We've had a great community yeah. the whole time. It's like 80, it 90 episodes prior to this Xbox Live. Right. So, all right. So anyways, join our Facebook group. Hopefully we'll get over 200 this week. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, and if for some reason we disappear, come back. Just ask for back in, and we'll, we'll definitely grant it in. Um, we're not kicking anybody. Because so, I had someone ask me, did you kick me? I said, absolutely not. I was wondering why you weren't commenting all of a sudden. So it's probably a Facebook thing. Um, you can email us, contact at thesixoffslife.com. Follow us on Twitter or use the voicemail tool uh, tool on our website, as several people did this week. And you can always write in or call in with any comments or complaints or issues or questions or whatever you have. And you can just call in and say, hey, guys, this is Gamer Take so-and-so. Just call in to say hi. We'll put you in, get your name and, and voice on the show. That's cool. So to wrap this up, uh, Nadius uh, sent me a message. Uh, Nadius Maximus actually sent me a message over Xbox Live. So um, it wasn't directed for the community, but I like to use it because it was a good question. 
And he says, do you know if you have to keep all the half dozen old compatibility packs from Borderlands 2 or just the most recent ones like in Burnout Paradise? So I didn't know this answer, and I actually went out to the forums at Gearbox, and I posted this question, or posed this question to them. And I did get an answer back uh, from somebody, and they says, you can delete them. I do. A patch or two ago, they added the function to delete old packs automatically. If you still have an old one, go ahead and get rid of it. So that's that's not from me, but it is from a user in the Borderlands 2 forums. So it looks like it is potentially okay to, to do. Free up some space if you need. If anyone does this and finds out that they have to re-download the compatibility pack, please let me know, and we will announce that again. But um, I myself was going to try this. I just haven't had a chance since I got the answer, So, because we got the answer right before we recorded. All right. I turn it over to releases to you, Rob, and then we can be done. All right. This week, the uh, list is pretty short, my friend. First of all, I'm going to... Talk about the game that I know that you've got lined up, and that's DuckTales Remastered. Heck yeah, I baby. I know you can't wait to get this one rolling. It comes out on Wednesday. XBLA. On, yes, on Tuesday, we've got NHL 14. NHL 14, yeah. I think that's one of those new IPs from EA. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Because <laughs> they've never done an NHL 14. That's right. That's right. And it's an improved version of NHL 13. Right, so to them it's a new IP. <laughs> which is an improved version of 12. Which is an improved version of 11. So the day we stop making sequels that we call new IPs is the day that we close our doors. <laughs> yes. Oh. Rock on. Alrighty. So that is it, my friend. That is it. Alright. Take us out. If you listen to us on iTunes, please rate us five stars. Uh, it helps us get noticed on the main page. We appreciate it. And uh, just quick, real quick out there. Also, if anybody is uh, dabbling in the digital arts, uh, we need a logo. Um, I've had someone submit some stuff, but we're looking for some more submissions. And I did talk to Rob. I did talk to someone on Facebook who did our – they gave us an HD rendering of our Facebook image. It looks a lot better. They recentered some stuff, so it looks a lot better. Thank you very much. I put that up there. It does look better. And um, also, so I, I was talking to him, and I need to get him some ideas. I was told him I'd sketch it and scan it in, and, and kind of what I have in my mind. But uh, so, but if anybody's got any ideas, shoot us over some, you know, squared logos. How what what size are they got to be, Rob? Do you remember for iTunes? Uh, fourteen hundred by fourteen hundred. Okay. So that's uh, huge, huge. So basically square and really big. Yeah. <laughs> so if you got any ideas, uh, we don't want avatars on it. We just want something that represents TXL. If you got any ideas? Uh, we would love to have uh, have you send us those. Um, so cool. Anyways, I am Mark, aka Wingman Seven Hundred Nine, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>